Hi, my name is Joseph and I'm Kashina and we release a podcast every Sunday where we will cover the topics of faith, marriage and parenting, giving you insight into our journey as a Christian family. You can find us on Instagram at a family bound by grace or email us at a family bound by grace at outlook.com. Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast, A Family Bound by Grace. Hello everyone. Today we have two amazing individuals, a couple, on our podcast with us today, Joanna and Glenn. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. And thank you for having us. It's a pleasure being here. Yay! Okay, (laughs) so can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and your family? Um... Yeah, can you let us know? So we are we have twins that are thirteen, and um, <laughs> we have teenagers. Yes, it, and it's interesting. We have our last one's nine, and my name is Joanna. I'm a counselor, but I'm a stay-at-home mom for full time, and we homeschool all three children. We live in Wales. We run a ministry where we do retreats and conferences and online courses. Oh, amazing. Wow. I know. Amazing. They do the mostest. Okay. Whilst homeschooling. Mm. And, With um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and um, I'm Glenn, Glenville and uh, Joanna's husband. And um, <laughs> yes, as, as you know, Joanna is, <laughs> is a counselor. And, uh, and for me, I'm, um, I'm the supporting husband who just been qualified as a as a plumber. Amazing. Okay. We cool. love trade work. Well, trades will never go out of style, that's why. I know. We're determined to make Michael go into a trade too. <laughs> Amen. There's, there's no do. option. <laughs> has to do a trade. I don't know if you could do that with children. Does that work? Well. What? Tell them what they're gonna be. Uh, it happens no. in other cultures all the time, guys. All the time. Introduce them. Introduce them to a various to a various amount of trades, and then they will grab onto one. I like that idea. Everyone who has younger children who wants them to go into a particular field, trade is perfect for guys and girls. Introduce them to lots of different trades. I like that. And tell them that's their own options. <laughs> okay, so today's topic is how to build effective relationships with our children. So a lot of families that I've spoken to um, have had a real struggle in some aspects, some shape or form, to build Um, strong bonds or relationships with their children and I think especially in the society where media is so prominent it makes it more challenging to build those effective relationships and strong bonds Um, we know your children are older so (laughs) let's get some advice from you I want to start with Glenn because I want to know (laughs) 
Glenn, plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. <laughs> wait, wait for it. <laughs> How do yeah. you do you find it more challenging to build relationships with your children? Because men are seen to be, usually are, kind of ish, um, less on the emotional side or showing the emotional. I think they have emotions. They're just less likely to show the emotional side. How does that well, work? Well, interesting enough is that um, I'm quite emotional. Mm. In your face. So I tend to, I find it quite easy to share to express my emotions and uh, my disappointments with them, but also um, I'm kind of I'm I'm one of the type who likes to get on the floor with them and play with them and do different things with them. Mm. So so eventually it, it doesn't become too hard for me to be able to um, to develop a relationship. One of the things that I find that has really um, bothered me and have I've been working on for quite some time is that is to build is to prepare the ground is like doing agriculture you prepare the ground to plant the seed to sow a seed and um and because I never had that when I was growing up and I just started to learn it as a concept in terms of building relationships and uh, effective communication um it's been a it's been taking a you know it's been taking a bit of strength from me you know but um but god is good because it's his method you know is to prepare the heart show kindness do the various different things so that they can learn to trust you then you can then um administer or instruct and uh, they would not see that you're trying to harm them or they would not want to rebel from you really you get a bit of rebellion but that's only the struggle to for them to, to remember and uh, adhere to, to what um, what what instruction has been given. That's what I find. I really like that actually. Um, and the thing that that sticks out to me the most is, despite the fact that you ne didn't necessarily have it, doesn't mean that you're not able to give it. Yeah. How and, do you? Um, and, and, that's where, for me, um, I must say that, you know, God has been the major role in my life because to to be able to to do such a thing, I didn't have to let God show me and teach me how He did it, you know. Yeah. And uh, and thus, you know, He's constantly repeating in my head, "Son, I've drawn you with love and kindness," and so I'm like, Lord. <laughs> help me here because you know I've, I've learned on the other side of the spectrum but you're bringing me to this side and yeah. then you have to, you, you need to then um, equip me and empower me you know so mm -hmm. so that that has been um that has been a real um the, the, the struggle for me but as you go as you you realize that it's the main thing so you continue day by day and keep plodding away at it you know yeah I mean, Joseph, you have, I mean, you both have it, but do you see a difference between having to build that relationship with your sons compared to your daughters? Is there a difference? 
Um, um, yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, at the moment, I'm not, I don't see much of a difference in the terms that the majority of my time with them is them wanting to climb on me in some way or <laughs> form. Horsey! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just play horsey. Um, or we're playing a game that we play very often, which they want to play, which is a hide and seek or something similar to that effect. Which they're um, getting very good at, by the way. Which they are getting very good at, yes. They're, they're yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing you all the time, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're starting, yeah, they're starting to think outside the box and they're helping each other to hide now as opposed to just running off by themselves. So it's getting a bit more complicated. But, um, <laughs> but no, the, the, the fact that at the moment they want to play the same game and I can, I can see that changing um, as they get older because the girls in general are getting there, are beginning to diverge into their own, uh, what is it? areas of like likes mm. and dislikes that like one's stronger at reading and wants to read all the time whereas the other one um, yeah wants to draw all the time etc etc uh, my son's mm. into horses for some reason um, David and Goliath <laughs> David and Goliath and building things um, mm. if you give him something can you turn it into some sort of tower so I can see the dynamics coming in the future but at the moment it's, it's more of a oh daddy's coming home let's go hide type thing when I'm coming home from work or if it may be so. But I suppose what Glenn was saying as well is the importance of having that playtime because that's part of the building blocks to building a strong bond with them. Am I right in saying that Glenn? Yeah. Yeah. Said it perfectly you know because it's a part of uh, um, you know preparing the ground to sow the seed of with a kindness or, you know, sort of seed of love. So that playing time relaxes them down, relaxes them and bring them down and draw them closer to you, you know. And that's where you find that you build up, they seem like a friend, but then when the time comes for you to be a father to, to instruct, it, at some point it will be a lot easier. I think... I think- yeah, go on, sorry, Joanna. I was going to say, I think it, there's a difference in how you connect with, I mean, from as a mother looking in, I think there's a there's a difference in how Glenn is with the, the boys as opposed to with, with our daughter. Um, Glenn is the parent that does the rolling around on the floor and the staying five hours at the park um, <laughs> and go cycling. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, Glenn's the fun parent. I must say, I'm a sit, let's read a book. Um, yes, parent. yes, <laughs> that's right. Books, books, are, books are great, books Perfect. are good. This color, <laughs> yeah. So, but I think there's a difference in how he is with, with the boys. Um, and I think you know, even though as Glenn said, he, he didn't have that when he was growing up, but God has really blessed him and he's done a lot of work to make sure that it's different with the children. I never forget one morning we were, it was, it was a Sunday morning. We, we had a late Saturday night, I think for some reason, and we were in bed and my son came and said, dad, can you go cycling with me? It was like before seven one morning. And I was like, wow. And I kept him, go, go, 
<laughs> and it was it was it was just such a nice it was just such a nice thing to do and it just speaks of the work that he had put in and that mm-hmm. is is you know someone mm-hmm. to go cycling with him early Sunday morning and they they do that can we go play football can we can we can we go do things can we do things they they ask and I think that's really nice but there's, def- there's a definite difference in in the things he does with the with with them versus the things he does with our daughter what would you say the differences are because they're such different people as well um mm. the boys are rough and tumble and she's a girly girl so you know she, she she'll bake bread with him or sit and talk with him or sit and watch something with him the, she and him have the same kind of brain so we have a puzzle that I'm waiting for the two of them to do tomorrow to complete because I need it completed. <laughs> and it's and it's them that would be able to get it done because the rest of us can't. So they're alike in so many ways as well, um, he and her. So they, they connect on those on those points. And I, as a mother, it's really nice to see because she's he is her mirror in terms of what a man should be and who a man is. So the mm. fact that he takes do it really warms my heart as I watch it I can imagine yeah, that's important see I think it's interesting because I listening mm-hmm. back on or thinking back to what Glenn said about um being willing to roll on the ground and stuff like that and he's and he's saying that when his children are still mm-hmm. are in the teenage years or one's nine you said but and I think it's interesting because I, I think that's where a lot of parents normally stumble when the children mm. are babies or toddlers, it's like, yeah, I'll play with them and have them on the floor and stuff like that. And then when they get a bit older, it's like, mm, I don't really want to do this anymore. I wish they would just sit down and X, Y, Z. And then that relationship kind of breaks down. And then when they get older, you're expecting them to then want to do stuff with you. And it's like, well... You've got a big old gap yeah. between the teenagers. There wasn't, there, there's been no anything. relationship for these last few years. Yes, yes. I think it's yes. interesting that you mentioned that even though all these children are, are of an age where you wouldn't think that would be happening now. Yeah. Yeah. And the, mm. and the interesting thing is that uh, if I'm going to town, Sheila will say, Daddy, can I come with you? I'm like, okay. But sometimes I want Nathaniel to come with me. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> but then, like, for example, now tonight, Nathaniel is like, Daddy, um, mm. want us to do some exercise? I'm like, son. Not too long finish eating, you know, man. You know, <laughs> and uh, and it's like, you know, yeah, he wants to exercise. And one thing that I've learned is that I've come to realize that he, what he's doing now hmm. is like playing with me, but testing with strength, testing his own strength. And uh, how interesting is that? Yeah, and I I I love it. Why? Because Proverbs says that the the glory of the of the youth is his strength of the youth is strength. You know. So I reflect, I refer back to two of the times when I was with my, my dad wasn't around, but with my village men, you know, we grew up between our village men and they would wrestle with us and, you know, like testing the youngsters strength and encouraging them to get stronger and wanting to aspire to be able to supersede this other person, you know? And, um, and so you find that I, I, I like that because that's something that I grew up with, you know? So Glenn, you're telling me in this corporate world, I must still go and work out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) you're asking a lot, ain't you? Come on. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so Joanna, you, I know you have 
an absolute wealth of knowledge because this is your field really um mm. how have you found it as um speaking to stay-at-home moms not neglecting those who work although you're kind of like a working stay-at-home mom because you do everything but <laughs> <laughs> but how do you find as a stay-at-home mom who homeschools um the balance of being teacher and building a relationship as mum and daughter and mum and son? That's a really interesting question because I realised really early that I could be here but not be here. Mm. I I could... Um... That is Sheena. <laughs> uh, sorry? That's exactly Sheena right now. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah, I, 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 I could be present but not available. Yeah. Um, and there were ma- there were chunks of time when I had to, when the Holy Spirit had to pull me back, or Glenn had to say something, or um, one of the children would say would say something, or you know, there's that tug to to pull me back to re- remind me that okay, Joanna, you're present, or I'll be I'll be in bed reflecting on the day, going, oh gosh, I didn't touch them today. Um, and I, and when I mean touch, I don't necessarily mean touch like physically, but I mean touch their heart. Like, mm-hmm. what did I do to mm-hmm. give them those messages of warmth and connection today? And I'll be in my bed reflecting, going, my heart breaking, going, you know, I feel like getting up and waking them all up and doing it now, but you can't. Um, mm-hmm. So there are those times when I realized that, oh boy, my business today got in the way of being present with them and hearing mm-hmm. them and um and and t- reaching them and letting them know that i see them um so being at home being at home being at home isn't easy as you know tashina you know it's, the hard, it's the hardest job in the world um because it never ends but one of the things i strive to be is to not only be here with them but to be present with them i was um writing recently and that one of the things that changed my parenting before I had children was a quote that I well a, a past passage that I read in a book one of Toni Morrison's book called Sulla and in okay. Sulla Sulla's mother asked her grandmother did you love me and she said what do you mean did I love you I stayed alive for you and that was my first introduction to sacrificial love not mm-hmm. not an introduction in terms of I didn't know the concept it's an introduction in terms of okay so this is what it's called because this is what I was used to. This is what I grew up with. This yeah. is what I saw around me. And I remember at the time, I didn't have children yet, but I had a, a group of um, young moms at the time and challenged them to really consider that statement. So that kind of guided me as well. Like I didn't want to do sacrificial love. I wanted to do emotional availability. I wanted to give them emotional language. I wanted to be able to emotionally connect with them daily or enough for them to know to for them to get those messages that are important that will make them feel special and loved and safe um those kind of things so so being at home i work on those things because it needs work it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. automatically because you're at home yeah so you you spoke about um connecting emotionally how do we do this so that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a task of learning to not only live for but live with um to so emotional language we have to mirror those things so like glenn just went to say sorry to malachi sorry honey (laughs) (laughs) 
So those kind mm. of things. But Miss, that Miro, a lot, though. It, to, for a child to hear the parent be able to humble themselves to be able to say sorry when... They, when something yeah. Happened, yeah. That speaks volumes. It, it speaks absolute volumes. Yeah, we wanted to do... We, we, we kind of started doing those things from really early, admitting when we're wrong, um, saying sorry, uh, creating boundaries, respecting their boundaries, um, teaching them what boundaries should be, um, all of those things, um, crying when it was appropriate, uh, saying upset, you know, being upset and saying sorry when it was appropriate, um, falling out and making up, and all of those kind of things, just life happening, and they can see life happening in a in a way that was not um, numbing or hiding emotions or. So it's, it's just there, like mommy's not having a good day today um, and I need to I need to go lie down or um, this is what's going on for me or ask about feelings, look for the feeling, like you look upset when you said that or you look angry or you look mm. really sad. I felt sad when you say that. So let them understand what it is and they'll be able to articulate it as well. I'll never forget one day I was here with, um, Malachi was helping me to cook that day and I, I just wanted to, do it you know Kashina those times when you're hurting, you just yeah. get it done. and I, it was one of those just let me get it done there and he was wanting to serve with me and I I don't remember I think I said no and I just remember silence and it, I noticed the silence after a while and I looked down and he was really sad and I said oh what's wrong Malika he said you hurt my feelings <laughs> well I said, what in my head I'm thinking you don't even have feelings <laughs> but <laughs> He said, he said, the way you said it hurt my feelings. And I said, I'm really sorry wow. that, I, that I hurt your feelings. Um, so, But I was really happy that he was able to identify that his little feelings was hurt and yeah. be able to say it. I remember the day when Glenn used to say to me, honey, they have problems too. And I said, what kind of problems? They don't have any problems. <laughs> and he said, yeah, they have little trials too. So Glenn helped me to understand that little Praise people God. have little trials. And we have to help them with it. So I suppose that that's how we did it. This is true. And I really love the teamwork. Sorry, Jose. No, no, that's fine. I love the teamwork where it's not a tit for tat, or you did this and you did this wrong and you should have done this. It's, okay, see it from this point of view. See it from this perspective. Or how about this? And so it's also building that bond and the relationship between the husband and wife as well as mm. the child and the parent. It's funny. So that's something that I try to do as well. I'm still trying, but try to do <laughs> try to do before with the whole um apologizing. And I've I've made progress because um yeah. I I I'm gonna say this, but I, I will say it. It's because previously when I would go to say sorry, my apology would start with the reason why I did this was because of this. Oh. Because you did this, and that's the reason why. But I'm sorry and it, <laughs> And it's like, well, no, that's not how you apologize. That like, don't try to guilt trip your way into apologizing. And no, you just go there and you're like, I'm sorry for doing this. That, that's what it is at the end of the day. And I've, I tried to improve on it, but I, I do, I did, I do remember looking back and realizing that I was doing it. And I just like, oh. and then when they come to me with excuses, I'm like, well, you need to take ownership and X, Y, Z. <laughs> yeah, you little five year old. Yeah, I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, really, really. And that's the whole that's the whole cook cinematic, you know. Um is that we all struggle with that, you know. 
But then we would then seek to tell them, you got to take ownership. You give it excuses. Mm. We give it excuses too, you know? Mm. And uh, and that's where, for me, a lot of times I, you know, I just I just feel so ashamed at times, you know? Yeah. And uh, as Joanna pointed out, you know, that I just had to go tell Malachi, I'm, I'm sorry, son, you know? Because uh, Joanna then, she strapped me by telling me, oh, this culture and, and so forth, you know? And I'm like, oh. We help each yeah. other stay on track. <laughs> and this is it, though. This is it. Joseph and I are always talking about it's teamwork. It really is teamwork. It takes, when one falls a little bit, you bring them back up and you help them along. It's, but it's the way you do it that's mm. key. The way yeah. you do it. That's been a struggle yeah. for personally because sometimes when I feel you actually did discipline them incorrectly, but the oh, way that I handled again. the situation really? wasn't necessarily <laughs> the best way. It came across very disrespectful because I would jump in straight away. She did mm. my discipline. Uh, it it yeah. came across that way. It's not what I was doing. It was. Exactly <laughs> it would come across that she way. She doing it. She beat him around the bush and blaming me before she apologizes. You see this? You see this? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Well. It's, it really is. And this is the reason why we had the, um, like, God gave us the name of Family Bound by Grace. Yeah. Because mm. you, re- you really begin to realize God's grace towards you when you reflect, like you were saying, John, at nighttime of all the things you could have done and should have said differently and you didn't. Mm. But your children still come back to you and they give you a hug the next morning. And, yeah. Like but for happens. grace, right? And even with your husband and your wife, it's it's the grace of God that keeps us together. Because mm-hmm. the journey's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. You know, one, one other thing that, um, that a lot has reminded me for the last, from, from last week and even up to, it was yesterday or on Sunday, was that, um, that remember, son, the whole objective is to keep my spirit amongst the family. Mm. And uh, and every time, because you might give me, it does remind me of an illustration that each time I do something, if I speak disrespectfully or, you know, argue or anything of that nature, I'm moving the Holy Spirit, I'm driving mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit away, you know, and uh, allowing the, the evil angels, to, um, the evil spirit to take charge, you know, mm. so I don't like that, because I don't want evil angels around here, you know, it's actually putting me to really watch my actions, watch my thoughts, you know, Are you? And, uh, are you saying that from a, a, a father slash uh, man of the heart point of view? Or are you talking about from a parental yes. point of view? Parent, parent and the man of the house, as especially as priest of the home. You know, you don't want to be the priest. You don't want to be the one being the main culprit for allowing the evil angel to, to, be, to reside here, to take over here, you know? Wow. Mm. Wow. So... So as, as, um, as we understand that, you know, I'm the medium, the main medium for the spiritual blessing of the home. So I then do, the, by the grace of God, I try to 
really make sure that uh, that the the unity, the spirit of unity, stays here. You know. So if I come home one day and I I'm learning to prepare myself when I'm coming home, and I observe the, the atmosphere and if Jonah has things under control, I just try to keep silent and just let Jonah continue to keep things under control. I feel like we need another podcast on yeah. that. That is, that's, I mean, I'm glad I'm not the man of the home. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. I'm sorry if I'm adding pressure to you, bro, but. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're all in the boat, you know. It's just it's just a little revelation that for me I need to really pull up my socks as well because my socks get drunk a lot of time. So I need to find something to really keep them up, you know. And uh, okay, and so based on what you just said and based on what you said earlier about um uh, uh what you said earlier when you're um, referring to how you continue to play with them but yet you show them um their emotional discipline when required. Um mm-hmm. Random question, not on my, yeah, yeah. So, if your children had to instantly um, come of age, do you ha- at what kind of level? Or at let me do a scale of one to ten. From a scale of one to ten, where do you think they'd be in terms of in regards to being able to have their own emotional relationship with their children? So in terms of how much, the work that you put in so far, at what stage do you think that they're at? Um, <clears throat> I think, I think, um, I think two of them, two of them is at, let's say probably between seven and eight. Mm, that's what I was gonna say, actually. I was gonna say eight. Wow. And, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And uh, and the other and the other is probably between six and seven. That's still quite that's high. That's pretty good. No, there's that's, hope, that's, guys. That's what I'm getting really from good. this. There is hope if you put the work in. There is hope. Well, just got to put the work <laughs> in. Exactly, and that's what it comes down to. It comes down to not just coasting as a parent, mm. but you have to really, mm-hmm. really parent intentionally and purposefully, and you have to become very aware of who you are and even your past. Like everybody's said, well, I know Joseph and mine. <laughs> I don't know about yours, Joanna, but that we didn't necessarily hmm. have it growing up, but it doesn't mean that was lost but there is something you can do you're just gonna have to put in that extra work and yeah when I went to work when I wanted a a certain outcome I would put in that extra work to get that certain outcome when I went to uni and I wanted the grades I put in that extra work to get the grades if I want my children to to be upstanding citizens not just here but in heaven above and to be on fire for God I'm gonna have to put in the work and so it's work we have to put in that work yeah it's work. It work is required at every stage. Very, very practical. It's not. It's not a. It's not a Houdini thing that you mm-hmm. think it and then a book comes out. You know what I'm saying? We are not God. You know. Yeah. God has made. We have to sow this. We have to prepare the ground. 
so that you can remove all the stones and the ground is ready to absorb whatever you're going to give it and then you you sow the seed. 100%. Well, one other thing that we remind ourselves, we, we remind each other is don't get weary in well-doing. In oh, new yeah. season, you'll reach. Yeah. Oh, one yeah. of my favorite. On those days when it's, when it's hard, you know? Yeah. I'll take those two sentences as your advice that you would give to other parents in this situation. Yeah. So if you could give advice to the, the parents who are listening now, um, those with younger children, those who have teenagers maybe, and they don't necessarily have that relationship, but they want the relationship. Those who have little children, they want to try and do the best that they can do now so that they have that relationship when they're older, especially to those teenagers. Um, what would your advice be, each of you? Well, I mean... <sighs> I've always experienced the Holy Spirit has been active in my parenting, teaching me what to do and reminding me when I make slip ups and when I do it wrong. So I'd say have a relationship with Christ where you can hear him mm. and don't get weary in well-doing. Don't give up even on those times when you're trying and you feel like it's not working. Don't give up. Keep going. Definitely. All right, Glenn. Glenn. What have you got for us men? Glenn, come on. <laughs> um, um, for us, for us as men, we we look a lot at that respect, yeah. And uh, at this point, I know sometimes children can be a bit disrespectful, but nope. they 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 are learning. And what the Lord has really led me to to understand that and apply that by looking over. And when I say looking over, meaning to look, try to look beyond their behavior and mm. to give them what they need. Mm. Which is where they need a challenge they need from the cultural like our cultural background mm. <laughs> you yeah. said what? Yeah. <laughs> Say it again if you're brave. Well, I wish you would. Is there a challenge <laughs> to overcome that? Glenn and Joanna, thank you so so much. I feel so blessed actually from this podcast this interview i feel like i've got more work to do I, I, I think you guys have accomplished history because glenn has never done this before i could not get him to do it so <laughs> he's just got like a wealth of wisdom and for those who are listening their ministry is called wounds to scars we will put the link in the podcast notes as well they they do so much it's unreal please check them out as well and if you can if you need more information um they have retreats that they have going on throughout the year as well so you'll be able to get more information there i will also link their website their sorry email address below so if you do have any questions um about the retreats or the work that they do that you can contact them too do you want to just say it in the podcast as well joanna our website yep and your email address okay so the website is woundsthescars.com Mm -hmm. And the email address is joanna at woundsthescars.com. No awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Um, we hope that everyone enjoyed this, this week's podcast. And as always, have faith, show love, and give grace. Catch you later, guys. Bye.